0: Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jick.
1: And I'm Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. How's it going, guys? Going all right.
0: How's Kingdom of Loathing treating you?
1: It's okay. Yeah,
2: I'm fine. I haven't been doing a lot of Kingdom of Loathing. It's just word, <laughs> words, words, words.
0: How's your phone treating you, Hot Stuff? I
1: can't shut the screen off.
0: It's cool. Yeah, his little top. D- dimply dimply button i think that's what they call that the, the top dim dimbly the, button the
2: nipple phone nipple
0: maybe um just hit it with a hammer that'll oh, give it oh i'm tempted sufficient press just needs to get more press uh yeah there hasn't been a whole lot going on i guess i did the i did the the whitey's grove tweaks hmm. um what was the
1: impetus for that
0: i just wanted to give it a once over
2: what what were the tweaks that you did
0: um reduced the incidence of the non-combats in the zone and made it so there's only one like there's no longer a pre and post quest version of the bird rib and lion oil drops <clears throat> and added the white page and the special monster that you can only get to by using the white page hmm. um I mean I just mostly the, the White's Grove wasn't in such bad shape because there was just very little going on there. Also the unlock condition for the uh road to the White Citadel quest was fucking terrible. And so I made that instead of a thing that a super likely that just happens one eighth of the time, which probably probably wow. had a tail of thousands of turns <laughs> for some people. Um It is now just a thing that happens on the 8th or 10th turn that you spend there when you're on the quest. So, um, not, never the ninth. That's weird. Huh. Um, I, uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, it was just, it was really just some minor, uh, house cleaning that zone, you know, because there's nothing really complicated or important going on in that zone isn't on the sort of critical path for the quest. It was just like when I did the brainstorming ping for black forest stuff, I was like, yeah, let's also just see if there's anything else we can think of. Hmm. Cuz I bet we know more jokes about colors now <laughs> than we did when we wrote those things.
1: Black and white are
2: barely colors. That's true. What we should do is like, I don't know, the the green forest and the the red mesa.
0: And then, we did the Red Zeppelin. We oh, did yeah, the Red, Red Zeppelin. Zeppelin. So we got yeah, so we did all of that and I thought it was fucking great. So, I thought it so now out. we
2: have to do the green blimp, and you can just make them identical.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I because that's yep. what um
1: That's how colorblindness works. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, blue the blue one would be the blue bayou. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. right. But I don't know. dabu D, um, Dabu Da. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. You'd find a guy and his house Girlfriend. is blue and his girlfriend's blue, his girlfriend's blue. And all of his friends are blue because he has no friends and <laughs> all of his uncles are blue. Cause he's got no uncles <laughs> that song. Mm. There's that rumor that the name of that band is Eiffel 65 because of, uh, they, they misread something in a contract and thought that they were required to change the name of the band to Eiffel 65. Hmm. I think that that might just be an urban legend. Yeah. What? By all accounts, those guys are real dumb.
1: That they misread. I mean, their name before that was Super Tramp, so.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? And it's weird. It's weird that their style changed so dramatically um, from the 70s to the 90s. Was that in the 90s? Was that in the 2000s? I don't have any sense of when that stuff came out. Was it just called Blue? It's pretty good. But you know what song song like that I would rather listen to is Da 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 by Trio. (laughs) Like, or a song that's just kind of...
2: Oh, okay. I think I know the one you're thinking of.
0: It goes Da Da Da. da, 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 da.
2: I haven't heard that in ages. Wow. I may have to look that up when we're done.
0: It's pretty good. It's got, you know, it's got some German talking. (laughs) German talking. You know, like we broadcast out into space in the 40s. (laughs) Deutsch sprechen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deutsch sprechen. In Spatz. Pretty sure that Spatz does not mean space.
2: <laughs> Spatzel. Yeah, Spetzl. Um, Space meat. Mm.
0: There was that when we, we, I tried to order a, a Käse Spatzel, but I said, uh, Spazekatzel. And she said, I think you mean Käse Spatzel because what you just ordered was a fun cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I want uh, a fun cat. Yeah,
0: do you have one of those? <laughs> We're up for a good time. Um. Yeah, so uh, Whitey's Grove happened. Uh there is uh there's a bunch of interface stuff on deck. Um It's weird that
1: you have to be on the deck in order to see the interface.
0: Yep, you can you can never let a single idiom slip by you. Nope. That's uh <laughs> mm.
1: don't fly off the handle there.
0: No. Yeah, I won't. It's the um only thing <clears throat> keeping my car door
1: closed. <sighs> yeah.
0: I can't see I can't make bad jokes even when I try. Oh,
1: oh yes you can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah. uh, um yeah, so that that whole newly acquired items thing I suspect will roll out tomorrow or the next day. Oh nice. Um, yesterday or tomorrow, yesterday or today, uh by the time you're hearing this. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, man.
1: that's weird. Time dilation.
0: Yeah. You know? Uh and then there is a big crazy thing that's gonna take a lot of arguing uh, until it's uh, until it's beaten into a shape that will satisfy no one mm. <laughs> as is our typical path uh i think there will be some uh, news on the turtle taming front next week getting some work done mm. there yep. we, yeah but we did some brainstormings we're sort of busy with other stuff
1: i can I, I liked some of my yeah. my mm-hmm. suggestions
0: everybody had everybody had good ideas yeah. except for mr scullitt because he didn't have any ideas yet because he's off. He's off in New York City, <laughs> New
2: York um, City.
0: Yeah. He's going to bring us back some picante sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do you guys just want to answer uh, some questions? Sure. sure. It's going to be depressing. Set the pace. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Wait, why is it going to be depressing? Oh, it's just a bunch of type 69 stuff. Um, Some of which is depressing and some of which isn't. <clears throat> so here's here's one that just kinda makes me angry. Noobsaw says, A pronunciation of name, Querwerty Asian Man123. Awesome. Thank you for the guide. I'm coming back to Boris because I really like that avatar. It was really fun for me. Due to all the revamps, some of the quests were just absolutely long and horrible because of Boris's required equipment. Trusty. Not really required, it's just the only weapon he can have besides his fist. Below are the items that make quests faster, but due to his restrictions, Boris can't equip them. One, the UV thingy for Faster Desert Exploration, the Mortar Bomb for the Manor, and the antique machete for the Hidden City. One way to not make Boris such an unplayable disaster now is to just make it so other weapons can be equipped. Take note that none of the other avatars have a requ- uh, restricted equipment slot. So the mortar bomb saves you <clears throat> somewhere south of 30 turns because doing the, that quest the long way takes 30 turns, which is not that many fucking turns. The UV compass, I don't know how many turns it saves you if you're doing all of... uh all of, uh... What the fuck's that guy's name? Oh, Nasir, Nasir's yeah, Nacer. stuff. But it's not very many, I don't think. Like, there are lots of ways to speed that up, and the UV compass is one of them. And it's one that you have to have if you want to do it absolutely the fastest. But, like, all of these quests are designed to be completable in a way that is not even a little bit an unplayable disaster without any of the things that you're talking about. The fucking Liana's 12 turns. So, like... If the difference between this amazing fun time that you had in the past and a thing that is so bad that you are using the words unplayable disaster to describe it is like 30, 40 turns, then I don't even know where I was going with that because I don't actually think that there is that big of a difference between those two things. I think that you're just encountering an occasional thing that bothers you a little bit. And also, then being histrionic about it.
1: Like, we're not gonna change old paths except for maybe to make them completable if something we do makes them Certainly
0: certainly to make them completable. Are we if yeah. Okay. I I am I am so committed to sustain every I, I am committed to that. Okay. I, I'm not going to do something that makes it so you just can't finish okay. a path, right? But I am under absolutely no obligations to to try to maintain this imaginary, historical, fun level, especially when that level of fun is so precariously balanced on a knife edge that things as minor as the minor inconveniences that you've listed are enough to make it not fun anymore. Two, on a completely different note, the Smith's Tome is extremely overpowered and game-breaking and should be nerfed immediately.
1: Uh, that's gotta be a joke. Do you think? There's, There's no way.
0: I think a lot of people very much believe that. Um, although I think those people don't understand what would actually happen if we did nerf it,
1: people would just go back to using the yeah. way of the fist like.
0: sure. Yeah. You know it would just be kung fu hustler surprising fist and the halos. Yep. Uh, you know I mean I, I I think though a lot of what people say is broken about that is not necessarily like the the item gain and stuff because that we do have like a very specific thing to point out that it was balanced against but it's just like the quality of life stuff that we think of as being things that optimizers don't really care about so that we can it's just like a freebie for making something really powerful that like we figured out where the limit is of it actually becoming meaningful
1: it's crazy that like that matters so much to people it's it's it like it blows my mind that 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 was what that people are saying that that's overpowered, that it makes like combats easier because yeah. I did not think that combats were hard. But
0: I mean, I do feel like it's something like, it's, you know, I guess it was like, just like a thing that's like stats. plus 75 moxie or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. It's,
1: it's just percentages. Is it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I dude, I don't know. I mean, it, th- this is going to be a, this is going to be a common theme as we, as we discuss what my goals are and my sort of defenses of those goals against some objections that are being raised in questions here. I don't want to have to do shit like that in order to make an item that is worth buying. And Hmm. because of the legacy of stuff that was left behind and stuff that was either... Limited time content, so it was done somewhat less thoughtfully than core game stuff. Well,
1: but it was—I mean, everything is—we're we, always trying to make something seem fun and cool, right?
0: Yeah. Like and powerful and interesting. Yeah, it needs to be powerful and interesting. And there's just a limit to that. There's there's no. there's a, a, there's a lot of you
1: have to keep raising the stakes, basically.
0: Like basically, we as it stands now. If we don't do something that fundamentally changes the the landscape of items of the month in the competitive arena, we can never make another tome, right? Because if we made a tome that was just worse than the Smith's tome, no one would buy it. And if we made a tome that was better than the Smith's tome, we would be making something that was more broken than the most broken thing we've ever made. I don't actually think that Smithstone is that big of a fucking deal, but every serious competitive player seems to be agreed that it is, and so they are right. I mean, I they know better than we do. Sure. Right? Like, it just... <sighs> I'm not entirely sure how it happened, because it's not like it just came out of nowhere, you know? And it's not like... Uh, <laughs> anyway... Um, anyway... <laughs> So there's, there's, I've got, I've got sort of like three core arguments as to why, like three sort of examples, maybe these won't resonate with anybody, but why I think that that it's important for me for at least for a couple of years to try this. I think it is important to the like long-term sustainability of the game and to the, our ability to design content for it that people will both enjoy and be willing to purchase. Um Yojimbo's Law says and this was uh this was a weird one. Uh, could you please help me understand your reasoning behind restricting old non-item of the month skills in Type 69? I really just don't understand why it is necessary, and it makes me sadder <coughs> than any other restriction with my familiars is a close second. Um Also, I heard that you don't think Type 69 is upsetting to many players because you haven't been getting lots of radio show comments about it. I think that's silly. You've made it clear that it's just going to roll out as is, so the lack of response is probably more indicative of a general sense of defeat than anything else. At the very least, that's why I haven't bothered asking about it until now. And then he did this awesome thing that wasted a whole bunch of my time where he also submitted, like, 30,000 line breaks in the middle of this question, and then the word butts, which was hilarious, but please don't ever fucking do that again, because I interact with this thing on a fucking touchscreen, and that was annoying. (laughs) Anyway, I mean, I don't think that it is reasonable to conclude that everyone has just given up and is defeated, and that's why we're not getting any direct feedback about this. Like... D- Does that seem reasonable to you, hot stuff?
1: No, because but- that that
0: isn't how people act on on the internet, <laughs> right? Like, so the reasoning behind restricting old non-item of the month skills is that the, basically the most broken things that we've done are in this category of limited time stuff. The the one like glaring outlier is olfaction, but you know whatever that that ship has sailed there are i have some changes that i would like to make to olfaction which i think though they would make it better for the majority of people using it would probably also cause a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth um yeah you know what i what i propose and i think that there are a handful there are a handful of people who would not they, Almost everyone would not be affected by this at all. But the thing that bugs me about olfaction, the, the, pr- honestly, the primary kind of thing that bugs me about olfaction is the way that, the way that it has to be used to use it quote unquote correctly because fucking soft greens can be used to reset the cooldown on it, mm-hmm. which is not a thing that I wanted. I did not want it to work that way. I,
1: I, <clears throat> I, I I guess I understand that it is not your design intent and so that makes you a little wary of it. I think that it because it works this way, it creates some very interesting gameplay situations. So that's like
0: but does it create it so here's the yeah, thing, it does, does it create more interesting situations than it creates annoying situations? Because that sounds like a gigantic pain in the ass to me. That doesn't sound like a clever resource management puzzle. That sounds like a fiddly pain in the ass.
1: I think the line between those two things is finer than you're allowing. Right? Like for some people it would be seem fiddly, I guess. And for some other people they're like they would think of the ability to use a soft green to reset the the timer as this cool workaround.
0: Okay, but so so those did you I mean you read my proposal for what I want to do with it, right? <sighs>
1: Yes, I. So, what you're gonna, what you're, well, go ahead and propose it, yeah, and I'll so explain that, what, so, how I disagree.
0: Okay. So, what I what I was going to propose doing with this was, and I don't think I told anybody this, but olfaction it's just like free to cast, no longer has a mana requirement, right? Because that is meaningless to basically everybody. The on the trail buff that it gives you is an intrinsic rather than an effect. And can be shrugged at will. And olfaction can be used five times a day. Right. The thing, the thing that it, the the way in which this echo thing manifests is like it working that way, I think makes, at least I have heard this expressed, makes the hidden city, makes the new hidden city really annoying because there's a bunch of places you used to be able to just do the hidden city all at once, but now you have to keep leaving and coming back when you have a soft green later because you need to olfact a different monster. And it's not because you're having to olfact a bunch of different stuff. It's just that you cannot olfact one thing and then move on to another zone and olfact another thing without either spending turns somewhere else, which mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think of putting off quests until the most advantageous moment. As being a thing that is at all fun. So, okay, so like that's a
1: fundamental disagreement that you and I would have about how to play the game, right? Because doing things out of order, like effectively sequence I, breaking, but is, that's not, is but, some of the best parts of the game to me. But that's, I don't... Just doing everything in the order that the game presents
0: it to you becomes super boring. No, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think that I'm. I'm making my... I don't, I'm not describing this accurately. I'm not saying that everything should just happen in, in a row. I'm saying that when the way that those things are divided up should be as a result of Good things that you want to get the most use out of. Like, I can understand, like, it is interesting if there, you have, like, a once a day plus item drops boost. Like, you queue up a bunch of stuff from all throughout the run mm. that relies on plus items and you do all that stuff then, because then that's your goal is to use all of your, use all of your plus item boost temporary resources on all of the things that you've set up and you just knock them all down in a row. The hidden city thing does not feel like that to me at all because it's a thing that you need to do as soon as it is unlocked you are just trying to get it out of the way right the tactic for doing it is the Depends. same it it is just like the goofy cooldown on olfaction that you're fighting against you're not you're not optimizing a limited resource you,
1: you are you're optimizing soft greens
0: yeah like, like, and i mean i know i know that you kind of fundamentally disagree with me when i say that's not what they're for because that's not meaningful, right? Because the players get to decide what they're yeah. for. They are being used in a bullshit, non-fun way more than they're being used for anything that is actually interesting about them. Like this is
1: only for the people that are at the crazy bleeding edge. And like, why does it matter that they they like? They're always going to find ways to change the systems that we design into I, different yes. modes. Okay. And like,
0: so here's the here's the question. Yeah. If I can make a change that makes something better for most people, makes me happier, and is a thing that will generate complaints from the people at the bleeding edge, should I not do it?
1: So, why do you think that it's better for most people? Like, do you think that most people are olfacting something and then
0: want it to be gone in... Five turns? I think sometimes people... Sometimes people are. I think it's better... Think so if somebody's it's common. If I somebody's think. only... So it's better for somebody who's only olfacting one thing, they don't have to keep remembering to recast it.
1: So, okay, so right. this is Which be is the thing that you have to... Is which is like just for, a
0: bookkeeping thing that you have to do at a specific time. This is
1: definitely better for people in Aftercore who are just farming, right? Like that's... I will agree that that is... This is 100% better for them. I don't know that it... I don't know that it is better...
0: I mean it is also a more powerful tool if you want more of a monster to show up until it drops a thing or whatever, and then you don't want more of it to show up anymore sure. because then you can just get rid of it. Right? Well but I you mean, could before you could
1: just go somewhere. The thing else. is, it,
0: this is one this is one of those fucked up things like the like the llama, right? The effect didn't really have anything to do with the skill. It was just a way of enforcing a cooldown on it. But it did it doesn't work like that effect is not accomplishing the thing that it w- it existed for all it is doing is being a pain in the ass and that's what i want to get rid of <sighs> i mean i you know i like d- d- fuck it whatever leave it the way that it is and so i will continue to make stuff that i think is fun but people say this fucking sucks because of the way olfaction works and i will get sad and i'll just move on it's not the end of the world it's not a big fucking deal but so,
1: so one thing that I can imagine people being sad about if you make this change is, well, shit, I, I used to olfact seven to 10 things per day and now I can only do five.
0: I think very few people actually do that, but. Okay.
1: I mean, that's, that would be something that we could potentially track and yeah. see. Sure. Um, like, like people, like, there was definitely. Definitely at the bleeding edge, people do do that because most of the things that you want to olfact are late game monsters. And so you you don't get to them until your last day. Sure.
0: So, I mean, maybe this is a fucking terrible idea, but, you know, whatever. Like, what I don't like is the fact that there is this, like, prevailing sentiment among serious players that the new hidden city is worse than the old hidden city. And that is so fucking depressing to me. Hmm. Because it just isn't, and I know it doesn't mean anything for me to say that, right? It, like because I'm not the one who gets to decide whether it's better or not. Except I'm the one whose job is to think about whether it's better or not.
1: Is there any other place that that you can think of where olfaction is dissatisfying?
0: The new uh, the the new basement of Spooky Raven, apparently. Like the thing is, any time where there is a this set is, of things
1: level 11.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anytime where there's a set of things, but but I mean that's the thing. Like I would rather you not have to do the fiddly bullshit that makes it fun and decide which limited number of things you want to use this resource on than have it be well, but you
1: have you're that just design space be constrained a by it. Fiddly like fiddly thing, right? Like now it's, it's like oh shit, now I need to get to level 11 so I can unlock that quest on day 2 even though I won't be able to complete it until day four because I need to full fact twelve different things
0: I mean I to think be for, optimal right so like that that
1: that becomes a I totally mean, different I don't think
0: there's such a thing as day four for optimal well, like it
1: depends on whether you're playing hardcore softcore, or whatever uh, right? sure but I'm, yeah do you, you see what i'm saying like you you're you're just shifting the you're shifting the fiddliness to a different
0: axis right, but I'm shifting it if if that is true, if I am introducing fiddliness, it is introducing fiddliness in the form of designed systems rather than these things that kind of don't make any sense.
1: Hmm. I, I mean, I, having old fashioned be an effect makes sense to me. Cause like you, you, you have skills and they give you buffs that do things and having that effect be something that you can clear with a soft green makes sense to me because
0: that's a system that, huh. that is, that is very surprising to me to hear you say that. Uh,
1: like, I mean, because
0: it was supposed to be a limitation on olfaction. Because I argued for not putting limits on it, for not putting daily limits on it in the beginning. Right when it I was, first rolled.
1: when I when I first thought, when I first proposed the or not proposed when I when I, we talked about the book, I was like, okay, so this is going to let you cast olfaction once a day, and you are like, no, it's going to let you cast it as many times as you want. I was like, wow, okay, that's like a thousand times more powerful than I thought it was going to be, and you thought people would be super pissed if they they spent all this time getting a book that only let them cast it once a day. But that was, that was how I thought it was going to go down.
0: Right. But I, but the, the, so the limitation that I put on it, the, the way that I wanted it to be limited was that you couldn't all fact more than one thing in, in 40 turns. Like once you used it, you were committed to it. If we had had the ability, like I, I think what I thought was that because Something might have changed at some point because getting rid of the effect, I don't think used to actually make it so you could cast it again. I think you had to wait until the counter burned off because the effect was just cosmetic. cosmetic. Yeah. I mean, like this stupid llama thing, like, like all of this stuff that just causes all these weird problems because it's done in a way that presentationally makes sense. But then once you start using other random wrenches on it. It is revealed. Oh wow! This doesn't actually make any sense. And it's like I always. I okay, let me. I guess let me back up a second
1: and just talk about how like I. I'm super hesitant to simplify a lot of the game systems to make them sort of look nicer from a design standpoint of view because some of the complexity that has arisen because of of the interacting systems that we did not intend is amazing, right? And like specifically targeting some of that complexity that that is all player agency right like like they are choosing to do this and they they have levers that they can manipulate the game states with like that all of that is super cool to me because it was stuff that we didn't intend players were super clever about finding ways to do it and like it it just it makes the game deeper and richer and more interesting and like replacing those with a sort of straightforward simple system is appealing from uh, like sort of a, an authorial point of view but i feel like it is it's not a particularly appealing from a like smart player point of view right like all, okay, they always
0: want more agency and more control sure but not not every accidental unexpected thing is good Sure, right, and in fact, they are often really bad, and it depends i like, mean they are well so they are often like an infinite meat bug, well, which sure, fucking a, we should fix that, yeah, and like you know, while I understand on some level that a a a I mean, this is the thing right there is a there is a fine line between bug and unanticipated feature right. in a lot of these right, and like some things that are like, well, you know, this isn't really a bug, this is the computer doing exactly what you told it to this right. is these this is the set of interacting systems doing exactly what you would have said they would do if somebody had asked you. It's just that nobody thought to ask because right. nobody thought what was going to happen when these two things happened at the same time. <sighs> there are a lot of things that though they are interesting from a like emergent systems point of view mm-hmm. and are maybe interesting to some people from a having fun playing a video game point of view also create a lot of situations where a bunch of unfun bullshit has to happen Right. Like it, I I think it is true. It is axiomatic that people will gravitate towards the most efficient thing. Sure. And so your responsibility as a designer is to make sure that the most efficient thing is also fun. Sure. Right. And that's why like the pirates and Copperhead situation is frustrating to me. And I, you know, maybe people are like, well, the pirates are just more fun than, than the Copperhead quest. And I don't actually think that it's Really Pirates. To Pirates is inherently cool, so it's yeah. hard. It's hard to fight that. Sure, sure. But a lot of the design of a lot of the stuff that happens in there is kind of bullshit, and I think a lot of people understand that.
1: Is it? Is there a lot, or is it just
0: the? I am. I beer, am. Beer and have have always been fundamentally dissatisfied with the way that beer pong works. And the only thing but that, is anybody, that the only part of it that you're no. Doing? There's also like there's also like people hate the fucking stat non combats and stuff. Like so much of that is like like. The reason that I just did an end run around it is because it, in its current state, is a sort of intractable... Dauntless design problem to me, right? So it was like, eh, let's just replace it with something else. Uh, You know, and I need to just figure out...
1: But the way... like, So this is a perfect example of one of the ways that I I was really... Like pleased and happy with the way that you did the revamps, where you would leave the old systems in place for the people that wanted to do that, and then you would just put a new system in place that was straightforward, clear, yeah, and like not fiddly. Or sometimes I guess that there were there were there were also little tip like tricks and stuff that you could do with the new way, but like. All these old ways would continue to exist and be these like weird shortcuts that like you had to do a bunch of weird, complicated stuff. And I think that's super
0: great, right? But that's not what this is, right? Is this it though? Th- no, it's not because nobody, nobody playing optimally spends any. D- d- they don't spend a single turn engaging well, with. Okay, the new stuff. but
1: I'm, we're not. I'm not talking about people playing optimally. I'm talking about people just playing the game, right? Like most people who come to the game and play it will play through the Copperhead quest, yeah, yeah, sure, right? And. Someday they might, they'll either, you know, they'll read the wiki or they'll be exploring and they'll find this alternate thing and that will be cool. And they could now have the choice of whether they want to do those two things. And I, like, I think that there are a bunch of people who don't bother playing optimally, right? Like, like, I don't know that going to the pirates cuts off an entire day, right? It's 10 turns or something that it saves you. And most people just don't care. Like if it's all if it's complicated and annoying, they're just gonna go through the Copperhead Club
0: if it's I don't, if it's I less don't think that I annoying. don't think that that's true. See, what I think what I think happens is that people who are entrenched in doing the thing that is actually complicated and confusing and annoying, the pirates, because they've done it a thousand times, they can do it in their sleep. And they complain about things like the it not telling you how many insults you know or whatever, because that whole system is bullshit. That the progression through that is so bad hmm. and it it's a wreck. And I have always, always, always been dissatisfied with it. And I was so happy to have the opportunity to replace it with something else. But there is just there is just this sentiment that like people have said, I wish the Copperhead path was faster because it is more fun and I would rather do it. Instead of the pirates, sure. because it is better, and that is the kind of thing where it's like I, I honest to God believe that the right thing to do from every perspective except PR is to just make the pirates take twenty five more turns to do, like, and that's the thing. It's 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 the right thing, except it will just it will just result in it. That makes so me much sad because
1: like, it it like destroys what is from certain points of view like this cool shortcut right like the pirates is something that you get that you unlock earlier that you can work on but the copperhead
0: stuff is riddled with cool shortcuts
1: well except the fact that like we're we're talking about taking some of
0: them out right like I don't, like. The, the, here's the problem. The pirates are not a shortcut. They're a shortcut through a part of the game, right? They're not a shortcut through the thing that you're trying to accomplish.
1: But the game is what you're trying to accomplish. Sure.
0: Right? Like. It's fucking different. The way that, the way that that revamp in particular works relative to all of the other revamps that have been done is categorically different. And I think you're just being a dick if you don't acknowledge that. This revamp, you can skip and just do the old thing. Right. As opposed to the old thing contains a thing that makes the new thing completable in a much more efficient but more complicated way. Hmm. Like it, I I don't I don't think that you're being deliberately obtuse about it. I think that we just have very different I don't know, senses of ownership over the actual content, maybe? as opposed
1: to I mean I guess I I'm also thinking about it as like a a spade style player who enjoys having these weird end runs around stuff like right being, but being this is not skip but a, this a is not
0: an. i mean okay sure i mean okay if if what if what is satisfying to you is the ability to skip a thing then yes this gives you what you want which is we wasted a fuckload of time on all of this stuff but we, but from your perspective four
1: different people that's that's sure. the thing right like and that's what's i think is cool is that like yeah i mean the yeah. content is just just like if If we did not get regular notifications that the nuge was not being defeated, right? Like, then I would be like, oh, well, maybe maybe nobody's playing these zones. But it's obvious that people are playing through that content.
0: Yeah, I know. It just, it, when someone says to me, I wish that you would make this the right, the optimal thing to do because it is more fun, I feel like I have failed the most important part of my job. Like, that, that sentiment right there, only one person needs to express that for it to be actionable. Interesting. Like, it's.
1: I worry that you react to that, to that sentiment without being sensitive to the notion that some people might feel like the pirates, like in, it maybe not in the like direct clicking every click is more fun kind of way, but like the, the control that you have over when and where you do stuff is a kind of fun. Like agency is fun.
0: Yeah. No, I know.
1: Right. So there, there is a way in which the pirates is more fun than the copperhead club. Right. Because it unlocks earlier. You can choose to like fill in gaps when you're just
0: trying to level or whatever. And And with some of that content. And I'm not talking about, differences in style right because if what you care about is fun then you are going to do the thing that is the most fun sure. to you right so if you're the kind of person that enjoys getting a head start on getting through the level 11 quest you will do the pirates if you're the kind of person that enjoys the content in the copperhead side more you will do the Copperhead. that is already true okay. what i am talking about is the person who who compulsively does the optimal thing, which is a very large subset of... I mean, like, large-scale RPGs like this are optimization problems, right? What I'm talking about is people who are compelled to do things that they don't enjoy because of a badly designed structure in which the most optimal thing is not the thing that has had the most care put into making sure the experience is fun. And for the most part, all of these revamps have tried very hard to sustain both of those, right? Both of those groups, right? The people who are going to do the thing that is the most fun, no matter what they're easy to please because they're always pleased because they do not have any compulsion to damage their own experience for the sake of efficiency but for the other people i think i think that even if they complain about it they do benefit from the greater control that we have over pacing the greater control that we have over long tails of randomness effectively the 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 benefit of us having gotten better at our jobs over the years that we've applied in the other quest revamps. And in this one in particular, the thing that we did, that is the thing that this is how this part of the quest works. Now is a thing that you are compelled to skip. If you cannot, if you consider not being able to use the compass as a thing that makes it an unplayable abomination, which You know, it's just, it's, it, it frustrates me because I feel like there are, there are legitimate complaints about the revamps. I mean, I, it is so hard for me. There is always this, like, if it had always been like this, then you wouldn't be complaining about it, right? Which I I go back and forth on whether that is. indefensible as a justification or essential (laughs) as a justification because I think that what that means the difference between something that is just straight up like we made this worse and something that is if it had always been like this you wouldn't have complained about it is that in the latter case people eventually get over it right and
1: does it bother you that the sort
0: of go-to way to to fight
1: through the the level 12 war is as a frat warrior.
0: Um, I mean, it bothers me that it's a solved problem, right? I mean, what, what I think, what I think I would like the most to be true about that is if things that happened
1: earlier in the game,
0: earlier in the game subtly shifted, which thing was, you know, the, 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 like strategy Part of it, like yep. like you know, as
2: a weak example, if things that you had done earlier caused the positions of the of the mini quests to change, so that some or, of them were aligned to the frat side instead of the hippie side.
0: Not th- not have, that just exactly. Just
1: like <clears throat> like like items that increase particular. Yeah, buffs like like if yeah, if
0: I mean, and I think you know, if we if we end up redesigning the. Like, if the nuns trick didn't work, then that would be fucking huge, and that is not going to survive sure. a level twelve revamp because that is that would not have been there if I were a better programmer, which when uh, I made for the this
2: sake thing. of me and some people listening what what nun trick do you mean?
0: I don't actually understand it okay. it's i think it lets you it's a you can go in as a frat boy, finish the nun's quest, get the benefit of it for the hippie side without actually unlocking it hmm. or vice versa. Like you,
1: you can do all the, you can fight. Sorry. You can start it. I forget where the, which, how it works, but you can, you basically, you can do all the work in the wrong outfit and then claim it for the opposite side.
0: Hmm. Um, so you get, you get access to it for, for one side, but then you claim it for the other side. Yeah. And okay. that's, that's like just, that is one of those things that is just a fucking bug, right? And it should have been fixed a long time ago. Yeah. And, you know, th- which is why people are gonna be upset when it goes away, because like what? This is the o- this is literally the only thing that makes my life tolerable is the ability <laughs> to do this trick. Someone will fucking say lying
2: that. to a nun. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like live for.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I like I wish that those in in a perfect world, for me, I mean, really, the only thing that I think is gonna, although I don't, I don't know, man, I got to figure out how to actually implement this past where it where it is now, like it, figuring out how to get like the battlefield into the place Spindler. Oh God, that's gonna be a pain. Which, ne- but it needs to be like because then all of the like access control issues are just solved, right? Like every, everything just becomes like what happens when yeah. I click on this, which of these things can I click on under what circumstances? And it's all just in one place and yeah. it's comprehensible, right? And and it needs to happen. It's just, yeah. you know, I, I think that there are going to end up being some subtle changes in the kinds of things that you do at those places. Um, There will be things you can do earlier to speed them up, you know?
1: It, yeah, replacing replacing some of the... I mean, maybe that's what you do, is you make level 12 the place that you are making progress at throughout various stages of the the middle game. And then suddenly it becomes okay to, to lengthen the pirates quest because the people now yeah. have that sort of Agency yeah. replacement.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and part I also did that with Spooky Raven, right? Like by not making you waste a bunch of turns in the pantry, which just I mean, that's the thing. There are these things that if I had done the opposite, there would be this huge outrage. But just like taking it away, nobody fucking cares. Like nobody even notices, oh wow, thank you for not making us spend these turns that we were all agreed were worthless to a serious player. And if I had ever done anything that made that one turn longer, it would have been the end of the fucking world, but taking away all of it. Do you think just it's too late to do
1: the thing that somebody suggested, which I thought was kind of a cool idea where spooky Raven after your first ascension is just available right away, but you don't get the letter until level five or whatever. Somebody in dev suggested that. And you're like, Oh yeah, if, if I had thought about it, I would have done it that way.
0: Oh no. What I think what Jark dark had said was, he wished that you had to spend turns in the pantry to get the letter early.
1: No, uh, okay. You could, well, no, you could, like, not to get the, le- well, okay, to get the letter, to, yeah, to get access early, there was still an old way to do it, but you would get the letter at level five. Because, like, everything is is
0: appropriate for level five. Well, right, but you can't. You would get the letter at level five or when you had spent five turns in the pantry right. is what he had said, as yeah. opposed to at level five or well, well, on I mean, turn you one you always have
1: access to. It. You could you, you could go in there before having gotten the le- you could start the like you could start the quest early is what I meant to say.
0: Well, but you that doesn't that's not how it is. Uh, right. The getting the letter is what I, I know unlocks all is that right. So, I mean, it's there's not any way to retrofit that yeah. without just redoing it. And, you know. Also just saying, oh, no, sorry, you gotta go back to having to spend turns in the pantry. It would be the end of the fucking world. <sighs> anyway. Um, Felony says, any chance for a partial karma refund for perming limited time spells like Unaccompanied Minor and Inigo's Incantation of Inspiration, which can no longer be used in challenge paths? Now, I think that the seven or eight years of usage that you got out of that three days worth of karma, probably sufficient. But
1: and thanks. it's not like the skills are unusable, yeah, they're
0: only unusable in whatever the current challenge path is. Like, <clears throat> I mean, maybe it's possible that the messaging hasn't been perfect on this stuff. I mean, I don't know if people understand that these things are never going to apply to no path and challenge paths once they're not the current one anymore. I mean, right now, this is a thing that you have to put up with in order to get the extra karma and the bottled day. Like, after that, if you really want to do a slow and steady run, you can do it with all your toys and, you know, later avatar runs, whatever. Like, if you if you just cannot abide playing this challenge path without access to your Bandersnatch, then all you have to do is wait three months and then you can have exactly what you want. Yeah. For free,
2: and, and and it's not, and you wouldn't even have to wait a, a different three months for the next challenge path. I mean, right? Because when, that once you're three, three months, months, yeah, behind. once you're
0: three months behind, then you ha- you're having the exact experience yep. that you want. Except what they want is to do it when all their friends are doing it. Except all their friends are willing to put up with the restrictions. So that's what they should do too, so that they can bond with their friends over what a fucking asshole I am. <laughs> Slasher says, Dead Mimics don't drop Rings of Teleportation. Two. Uh, so that's one. Two. PvP stat losses affect your offsets a lot more than your main stat. Why don't Dead Mimics drop Rings of Teleportation? Why do you hate me? Well, the Ring of Teleportation was, uh, kind of a custom item for that guy. Sort of. Yeah, but not really. And right. so, I mean, I just, it, because it's a, it's an Easter egg. Right? I mean, one of the things that we, said we were going to do when we made the wand was oh let's add like a thousand items that you can only get by zapping other random stuff that'll be cool yeah let's do that that's a great idea and then you know yeah (laughs) and that's one of them and that's why like i mean it's like why aren't why don't pickpocket only items drop normally well because they're pickpocket only items like that's not Mm. how that works um we should second can you you know i
2: keep forgetting about zap only items we should try and remember and put some more in as we go through stuff,
1: as as also uh, you know, like I would probably also only make them show up if you're a mist class too, <laughs> Wow. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right? because like pickpocket only, like you can. Oh, that's you a can, good point. You can get pickpocket ability as a non-moxie class, but it's native to moxie classes, right? Like, yeah. So I can imagine there being some mist only, uh, zap zap only. Okay, and then some stuff. some
2: things that that items only. Uh, Pulverize into if you're
1: a muscle if you're a class, muscle. yeah. Except for that one is just
0: well. I mean, so that was the thing. Clevers. The that was like the malice. Not, yeah, the was malice. Like, oh, and man, and also the malice could do some crazy shit in the future that only you know. Right. Like, I mean, it would have been nice. It would have been smart to involve the malice somehow in some meaningful crafted gear in dredsylvania But meaningful crafted gear is an oxymoron. It doesn't <laughs> like is not meaningful. Just because, and I don't feel bad because this is every modern mmo right mm-hmm. it's just very difficult you know unless you're gonna like coster it up and say well the only swords in the game are swords that are made by dudes which fuck that because like any any set of rules any action that makes for a better crafting system but makes it so skeletons don't drop swords is not a thing <laughs> that i'm gonna vote for um, Anyway, he says, second, can you make PvP stat losses scale downwards to your offsets instead of being the same loss for each? Uh, Maybe you should stop losing. If you don't like (laughs) what happens to you when you lose PvP fights, maybe you should win your PvP fights.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And the doctor said, don't do that. (laughs) Vinny
0: B says... Uh, would you be willing to at least have the occasional vintage, i.e. no type 69 restrictions, challenge path? As a player who frequently takes breaks from KOL, a large part of what keeps me coming back and what keeps me donating to and reading about KOL, even when I don't have time to ascend, is the knowledge that all the toys I've invested, uh, hundreds of dollars and thousands of hours in acquiring will allow me, will be available to allow me, ah, fuck will be available to allow me to play competitively. Even merely having one vintage path each year would make this proposed change feel a lot less like you're just deleting all my old item of the month, which I can't help but feel a bit betrayed by, given how often I've heard you decry ever nerfing an item of the month. The difference between never and rarely is huge, in my opinion. This is a... You know, this illustrates a a problem that I have that is not going to go away, and that is that there is no way in a vacuum to spin taking away your stuff as a thing that is good, right? There just there just isn't. And the reason for that is because it's a more complicated thing than that, right? Like, this is the thing that I keep coming back to. The most popular challenge paths that we have done, the ones that people report having the most fun with, are the ones where they took away the most of your stuff. And I don't believe that that is a coincidence because not having to worry about these broken things that we made in the past allows us to do a better job of doing those things again. And in order to play competitively, you have to get every item of the month. That has always been true because you never know when something is going to change that makes some old, unpopular item suddenly critically important for something
1: beach bucks and the uh
0: mayflies (laughs) you just you just have to you have in order to be competitive you have to get every item of the month that has put us in a position where it is like we can never make another tome right because that tome would have to be more powerful than smith's we can like if we made another thing that was like a V-mask replacement, it would have to be so fucking crazy in order to be a thing that you would buy if you already had a V-mask, which is a significant portion of, maybe it's not a significant portion of the people who are buying items of the month, but it is a significant portion of the people who kind of drive opinion on that and drive speculation and stuff. I, I'm really sorry that this feels like I am deleting all of your old items of the month, but... You have to understand that that is only true in a world where you have no option other than doing the current challenge path. Right? And that, that isn't the world. You know? It, because to, to, to claim that the game is the current challenge path is to claim that there was no game before challenge paths were a thing. Or that when there is a challenge path that isn't popular or that you don't like, then there is nothing for you to do in the game. And those things just aren't true. Part of why I wanted to introduce these restrictions in a sort of unpopular challenge path is so that people would get all this angst out of their system without conflating what the angst is about with so it is it it. The other thing that is very difficult for us to do in an environment where all of these items of the month exist is, like, make a non-Avatar challenge path that is, that is popular.
1: Also, it's not—and this, this also comes back to item of the month versus old content. There are some very powerful non-item of the month old things that exist out in the world, and, like—
0: Like FaxBot.
1: Well, right, Faxbot isn't a fa- isn't like, but the, the No, support. but the
0: fax machine. I mean, fax that's th- like, yeah. here, here's another thing. Like, you guys are fucked if Faxbot goes down and we don't have these competitive restrictions moving forward. Right? Because the only thing, like, this is my, this is my sort of second argument. So one is the design space for items of the month where the power, power creep in a lot of areas has gotten, you know, like, doing a weapon. Is impossible. Is impossible right? Because it has to be better than all of the, like just everything else that could possibly be there. Like adding new slots over and over again is eventually just going to break everything if there isn't some facility for those moving out of scope for competitive play. Like, and I know that you say, but I don't care about the leaderboards. It's not about the leaderboards. It is about Getting the rewards for doing the hard stuff, getting the extra karma for doing the thing that is supposed to be the current challenge path. Like The second thing is, faxing is cool, but we will never be able to make anything that is less of a kind of a bullshit, labor-intensive pain in the ass than the Faxbot network. Because that would have to exist in a scene where Faxbot also existed, yep. right? Whereas if, for instance, in the in the next challenge path where you can't use faxes, but you have this crazy powerful ability to do a thing that is equivalent to using faxes, but better, that is easier to use and is more powerful, you're going to enjoy that. And we're going to enjoy designing that because now we know what it's like in a world where there are faxes. And so we can design it such that it feels better, is easier to use. We can make an improvement on this thing. Whereas if we have to live in a world where faxing is always a thing, we just can't. We never get a chance to iterate on something because it is sticking around forever. Like, you know, I would kind of like to replace free runaways from familiars and gear and like just the air sickness bullshit with something that is less disgusting to me remind from me, a design standpoint.
1: You made me think of a, of another way that the next challenge path could be different. And it reminded me to tell you that after the, okay. The show.
0: Okay. I will try to remember that. Okay. So, ah, man, I'm really sorry that you feel this way. I'm really sorry that it seems like I am deleting all of your old items of the month instead of uh, when you say that I can't nerf them. And the thing is, the reason that I have to make them unavailable under these specific circumstances is because I can't nerf them.
1: It, it is frustrating that you did not feel that way when you played Boris or Jarlsberg or whatever, or Sneaky Pete, even though a similar set of items was was taken taken away, in air quotes. Right, yeah. Like. I just like yeah
0: the avatar fat the avatar paths are fun because we were able to make something free of the constraints of 11 years worth of design mistakes
1: yeah not like not having a familiar not having a bookshelf like
0: suddenly so many of the broken bullshit things that we've done you know like having to not use kung fu hustler right like which is a thing that we did with the avatar pads, right? Cause you just don't get those, right? And like it, it let us make a new way of playing that you really liked. Yep. And so, you know, I, I, I need you guys, I need you guys to trust me for at least long enough to, to run the what, experiment. To see what the future could be like, right? <laughs> and, and let's see. Maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe I'm wrong, but We cannot find out whether I am wrong or not unless I commit to this course of action for at least a year or two. And, and you know what, if the, here's the thing, if I commit to it and then we back off on it, everything is fucked, right? Because if we, if we say, all right, we're doing it. And then there is an item of the month that is like fucking pocket fax machine, Mm Mm-hmm. Then as soon as the restrictions go away, it's like, oh, well, Mm -hmm. I guess zero day runs are a thing now. Because, like, so the third argument is the fucking florist fryer. I do not ever want to have to think about the florist fryer again. And I don't think anybody else does either. (laughs) It's cool. It's a lot of content. The writing is great. And on paper, it doesn't seem like it's this super obnoxious thing. But, like, I... I am so terrified of how lame a thing would have to be to like duplicate to duplicate its functionality in a non-additive way that I just like, oh, God, let's just wait three years until that's not a thing anymore. And then everyone can just breathe a sigh of relief because that is just, you know, I just don't think it's fun. I think that the reading the jokes about the plants is fun and seeing the cute pictures is fun but like having to remember which of a set of these things that you can do and then just feeling dumb because you forgot to do them you know after you spent a turn in there like it just like i want to be free to experiment with stuff like that because it could have been awesome Right. And maybe there's a way that we could make a thing that's similar to that, but with all of those pain in the ass things removed. And I want to be able to do that without being constrained by like shared counters with previous stuff, you know, like so many things have become a thing just because they were a thing. Right. Free runaways. It's like, well. Free runaways that, you know, t- tatter scraps, whatever, like that was the thing that people use. Like this is a thing that that is powerful and people like it because it reduces the turn count of their ascensions. Mm-hmm. So like, well, OK, what could we do to make this more appealing to ascenders? Oh, well, let's let them use this thing that they like. Right. And then it just gets out of hand like the things that were only fun because they were rare. Right. Things that were like powerful in a complicated way. But that's okay because you don't really have to engage it very often. You don't have to use a lot of cognitive space, like keeping track of like, oh, which of these things should I run away from or whatever? Like, where is it that I, you know, I want to reduce turn count everywhere. So, like, rather than it being like, oh, man, I'm a badass. I'm, like, kicking the shit out of these monsters and shaving turns off my run or something. It's just like, oh, I'm a pussy. I guess I'm gonna just keep hitting run away on the off chance that it works like and like I don't want that to be a thing that you do 500 times in a run you know 500 is probably a little bit of an exaggeration but 50 isn't and like that sucks I would rather give you some badass thing that you can do 50 times that is awesome and gives you the same mechanical benefit without being obnoxious and narratively dissatisfying But I can't if it has to share mechanical space with those things. And, you know, I just, I hope that, I hope that what I want to do with the next challenge path works and reveals to people that something like bugbear invasion can be fun. Like an avatar path is fun Mm -hmm. if we are freed up to do the kind of stuff that we could do if we didn't have to consider how the banner Snatch was going to affect it and didn't have to consider how the evil of was going to make some weird thing we do work or whatever. Right. Um, anyway, Zender six Oh nine two says, is there going to be expansions to the spring break beach airport that are possible Mr. A monthly or possibly a pack of new areas for a special? Hell yeah, there are. That's going to be a cool thing. I don't know how often we should do those. Probably more often than once a year.
1: Yeah. I was I, I thought it was gonna be two or three times a year.
0: Yeah. But I mean what that means is that another one should be coming up pretty soon. Sure. I <laughs> I mean no not really. It's been eleven days since it left Mr. Store, so not really sure. soon. <laughs> but like before Crimbo. Sure. Right. Yeah, I should start a start a brainstorming thread. A lot of those I have I have
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like you have a bunch of good ideas for
0: some of them. For some of them, yeah. So um. Uh, it's Spring Fart Beach
2: <laughs> so It's exactly you're...
0: like Spring Break Beach Except everything is stench instead of sleeves
2: Everything is ghosts of your blood
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That was what we established in Dev today He's, It was a ghost vampire Who drinks the ghost of your blood And I said oh so your farts <laughs> yeah. Um, Yojimbo's Law says uh, Let's see this is sort of a make a KOL thing, but I was wondering what you think about adding an astral polling booth to Valhalla after a character completes an in-season challenge path to gauge the current opinion of Type 69. It wouldn't need to be anything terribly lengthy or intrusive, just a few multiple choice questions about player experience with the restrictions. But the thing is, that would, like, hey, how do you feel about the fact that you couldn't use your Bandersnatch? Oh, I missed my Bandersnatch. Fuck you! That's how I feel about it. As opposed to, hey, was that fun? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I
2: mean, well, that, I don't think that negates the... The concept of polling that just means we have to phrase the questions in such a way i I always have felt that it would be pretty good if we could get some more player feedback about things like how how casual or optimizer yeah. a player is or or what Bartle category they fall into and things like
0: that yeah i mean i've been I've been tossing this around for a long time and i and i've i the the thing that has given me pause is the sort of random nature of it and how that might upset the random nature of what of of this idea right but basically like we just have it so like there's a thousand people a day who get a thing that pops up and it was like hey if you fill out this poll we'll give you 250 meat like just, you know, please be honest. Right. If you don't feel like answering the questions, just click this button to get the 250 meet. but don't make up answers. Only answer if you're actually legitimately willing to give us feedback. Right. And just we could do a different one every day for a month and just see like ah oh, what kinds of what kinds of opinions that we're getting out of people who are playing, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like the fact that getting one of those, oh man, do I have a poll today? I guess I can start my optimal whatever (laughs) whatever run. That probably doesn't happen with 250 meat. Probably nobody cares. You know, it's going to be less disruptive than Crimbo is.
2: Now that we've got the different character creation thing where you play for a while before registering your email address or whatever, that might also be an interesting place to put some some poll questions about new player experience.
0: Yeah. Why did you leave and never come back?
1: <laughs> <sighs> but uh, like I, we got, we got some feedback of that sort tumble in tumble the forums tumble 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 when tumble I tumble. asked people to sort of outline how they <laughs> use cricket, spells, right? Cricket, like cricket, there were people cricket, all over the map in terms of how optimally they considered themselves playing and, mm-hmm stuff like that. It was it was fascinating to get that kind of feedback and read through that. That's a that was a good resource. Yeah. For that kind of engagement. I mean that that is a subset of the player base that logs into the forums. Yeah. But which is a
0: subset. Oh man, what you know what we could do? We could just have like one of the polls is just all right, here's a here's a list of like 30 things check the three that are your favorite things about KOL, and like ten of them are things that just don't even exist. (laughs) So if people think that that's their favorite thing, then we'll know what new thing to make next. Oh, nice. Oh, man, we should put Greepnorps in here. (laughs) Um, the amazing Mr. Toothpaste says, Hi guys, no question, just a comment, saying that I'm in favor of these restrictions on Challenge Pass. I'm really looking forward to the return to Challenge Pass being challenging instead of easy mode, and the idea of working with a more limited tool set to see how much I can squeeze out of them. I've heard lots of people complaining, or at least I've heard a vocal minority being very vocal in opposition to the change. The way I see it, you guys have done more than enough to get the benefit of the doubt when instituting a big change like this, and with some of the most vocal complainers being players who've been around for seven to eight years or longer, I'm surprised they don't see things the same way. Anyway, thanks for putting up with us so graciously, and thanks for the years and years of hard work. Thank you for
2: nice thank you for bothering
0: to take the time nice. to to write that yeah that that really means a lot to me um king bobson is also saying i wasn't planning to send anything about type 69 until halfway through the season but since you're apparently using the number of questions related to it to <laughs> uh to it received to judge how popular it is, I feel like I should probably say something to add a point to your counter. Just having the summer path each year be type 69 would be my favorite way for this to be resolved, making the schedule avatar, trendy, content, experimental, but I feel like that's not something you'd support. It has to be all or nothing, or it ruins everything. Like, it does away with all of the benefits of it while making it a thing that people get a new opportunity to be pissed off about every nine months, right? So that... Having it available only part of the time, in my opinion, is the worst of both worlds. Because we don't get to actually use the opportunity to benefit from it, and you guys have, like, a thing to hate every once in a while instead of a thing that's just the way that it is now. Um the champion size. Uh, I've heard the term option paralysis tossed around a little bit the past couple weeks, and I was thinking about this in the vast amount of challenge paths that are currently and will be available to a brand new player. Do you think tossing so many different possibilities for a next run to a new player might create option paralysis? I don't really think so, because hmm. a new player is normally just going to like pick the first thing, or they're going to say, oh, what this current challenge path thing looks cool, or they're going to...
1: Eventually, yes. Eventually, there'll be, I like, mean, if 50 a, of them, if and you'll be like, them. I have no idea what I want to do. These are all crazy, and I don't understand what the fuck.
0: Well, so, then, I mean, maybe then we don't unlock – you know, we start unlocking paths as – you know, like, if we made it so paths were a thing that unlocked, and somebody with 10 ascensions or 20 ascensions has all of them, right?
1: What we could, I mean, we could have more, like, sort of – just like you unlock stuff in the in the stores in Valhalla or whatever, you you could unlock paths by donate a hundred meat to the <laughs> statue of Boris to unlock the Boris Avatar path or whatever. Yeah. So then you you see these unlock notifications as you play. Oh, uh, that's kinda of interesting. And it feels like the game is just getting ex- more and more expansive.
0: I mean the weird thing about that though is that like Depending on what the unlock conditions are for old challenge paths, like you might have access to a challenge path when it's the current challenge path, but then it's not unlocked Uh, for you. It's completing one.
1: No, it's everybody who currently is playing has all of them unlocked, and it's just for new accounts.
0: No, but I'm saying a new account who then plays the spring 2060 challenge path. Yeah. Then, I mean, that, that path
1: is just open for them, and only for an account created after it's gone into the old list has Oh, does it have on. an
0: unlock? Huh. Wow, well, then I would be sad as an existing player if I didn't get to do this whole new Chivo thing.
1: <laughs> but if they're all, like, donate, like, throw away 100 meat, like that. Yeah, but there's still checkboxes on a on a Chivo sheet.
0: Uh, anyway. Uh, you get the Chivo by being present. I mean there's already a lot of options and there always have been, right? I mean it's
1: You could we could have an option in the account menu to lock off all challenge routes until I've unlocked them. <laughs> and each time a new one comes out, they can click that button so they have to unlock all of the challenge routes again.
0: Cron Excess, can there be a cannibalism themed world event to coincide with the new season of Hannibal?
2: No. No.
0: I don't think so. Storm Dragon says, Dear Hot Stuff, will we be able to see more of your lovely face during the next Twitch event? Please don't be so camera shy. I don't know. Oh, I figured out how to make the camera the full size of the fucking screen. Apparently, you have to just not be a dipshit. Like, I tried to just drag the corners of the thing to resize it, which seems like how you would resize things. But it turns out there is a toggle for allowing you to do that that I had just missed. Um, did we lose you know, oh yeah I see you weren't going to say anything about it gosh Um, there was a toggle for I wonder if his battery died or something he just hung up on us because he doesn't like us
1: yeah, yeah there's a toggle
0: for being able to resize it but what I did was I ordered a second webcam so that I can have one that's propped up pointed at the sheet of art And uh, then I can just switch between the camera feeds so that I'm always in the corner and art is always full screen front center. Um. Anyway, but yeah, we could, when I'm not doing art, we could point that other camera at you and just the entire stream could just be you doing a dance. Um, Hmm and 72 says, Dear Jake, would you add a shortcut from the third floor of Spooky Raven to the first floor for us lazy folks? Maybe open up the window Yay. for an express trip to the ground in a secret slide behind the house, of course. Also, I love the revamps and the new quest tracker. Well, thanks, Greenin72. You and everyone else are agreed that the revamps rule and that everything that I did more than a week ago is terrible. And also the things that I did less than a week ago are terrible. <laughs> the only good things are the things that I'm thinking about doing next week. Um... Well, you know, it could be uh, that it's just time for us to stop doing this and go get some dinner.
2: <laughs> just, just in time for me to get back on the call.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> well, Riff, you can also go get some dinner. Oh, yay. All right. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the flip side of this record when we uh, recorded an episode of Video Games. Thank no, you for there listening.
1: are listeners who have no idea what the fuck you are talking about no, there are when no, you say that. No, there aren't.
0: We do this other podcast called Video Games. No, Hot Dog.
1: There are other listeners who have never heard of a record. You've never heard of a record? <laughs> yeah. Man,
0: when when we were on our way to dinner last night, uh there was an LP of the soundtrack to the movie Quest for Fire. Oh, okay. uh, just on the sidewalk in front of the in front of the bus stop. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'm like, where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> so You think, oh, we need to take the bus over to the fire store. <laughs> Cause if you're trying to Yep. you know, if your goal is you're trying to figure out how to how to start a fire, you probably don't have a bus, eh? And even if you did, you you know what? Well, you're whoa! It's, it's dragon. Ah, maybe maybe this dragon can just breathe some fire for us. <clears throat> All right, bye, bye. You have a, you have a rich
1: uh, internal life. Bye, everybody. <laughs> See you later. Have a great week, everyone.